the I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Welcome to episode 10 of Internal Conflicts with your hosts, Sarah and Miriam. So today we have a special guest. I stumbled upon this artist on Tumblr in, was it 2008? No, it was 2009. And from there, followed his music on SoundCloud. We officially met in person in Brooklyn for his show with Shlomo and Corbin. We'd like to welcome Minnesota-based producer, Simon. First of all, how was your show the other night? It was great. It was really great. Uh, It was R.A.D.'s. It's called the Daikon Experience. She's a local artist and uh, stands for rude ass, the D word. I don't want to say it, but um, (laughs) she's really amazing. And uh, everyone should check her out if if you haven't. Recently worked with Bonnie Vare. How did you come to do that? Because I know you've worked with him before. You've stayed at his house. His house is like his studio. It was great. It came together through this local producer, guru, just amazing person named Ryan Olson, who uh, he started the groups, gangs, police. uh, He's produced a ton of music, and he's one of the most inspiring people I know. He's worked on a lot of more recent Bon Iver music, and um, he kind of brought me into that environment. And that's how that happened. Was it Bonnie Bear that you worked with, or was it um, Justin Vernon? Well, Justin Vernon is Bonnie Bear. He started the project just him, and when he plays live, he has a band. He kind of talks about for Emma. He was just him, like in a cabin, making it alone. And then uh, he kind of talks a lot in the press release for the new songs about how he's grown to want to have a huge roster of people working on his projects and just making it not all about him. So Bonnie Vera and Justin Vernon are interchangeable. Like Bonnie Vera is Justin Vernon by himself, yeah. but also the band. Sometimes the band and Justin Vernon is Justin Vernon. I would say they're interchangeable. Interchangeable. Bonnie Vera is like the project. It's like if I. Okay. It's like if I was like I'm gonna start a new project called whatever, but it's just me. So what was your method like? The actual like producers, BJ Burton, Justin Vernon, I think they started the song together. I just kind of added sound effects and synths and vocal samples and stuff on top. But really, like, I was out there for a really long time working on songs with them. For that song, my contribution isn't massive, but I'm still, like, really excited just to be on that song because I really love the song a lot. It's, yeah, it's a good yeah. song. Yeah, I really dig it. And the way it turned out because i've heard many different versions of it over the past year or so Great. is it really like a? is it really cameron inspired or was that no you just, no okay I, I made that up okay <laughs> so i'm a music fanatic as a matter of fact i think that one thing that we all share in common as sisters is that we're all music fanatics in mm-hmm. our own way yeah I'm around a lot of people who also show interest in music they want to be like artists things like that And I'm very critical because these days, you know, you have a lot of SoundCloud rappers, you know, just people in general who all want to make art, but sometimes it just doesn't quite do it. How do you deal with that people wanting to work with you? Yeah, that's tough. Before I answer this completely off topic, 
Well, not completely. We were just talking about being music fanatics, and I thought I should alert the both of you that there's a new Common song uh, with a never, never before heard Jay Dilla beat that came out yesterday. Oh, if cool. you haven't peeped it yet. Okay. Uh, yeah, I hope this doesn't sound, um, like, pretentious or anything, but I do get a lot of people wanting to work. It's like, even artists that I know personally and love, I find myself not even having time to work with them. It's just timing and stuff. I just, like, I'm, like, oversaturated a little bit with work in general. I learned that these days, it's really just over the internet. People are, are kind of just hopping into DMs. Everybody wants to be put on you know i guess some people they just don't really know how to reach out or they just don't really know what to say when i see like friends or just people i know that want to work in a way i feel bad for them but then on the other hand i always feel like if their work was good enough they would be noticed right and yeah. i and I, i'll never forget when your listens started spiking i'm like how did your soundcloud just like suddenly get all, all these listens and then you got a wikipedia page and what you said was you know you just kept putting music out there and it really was a message about consistency for me. Like, it was like, if you want to make yeah. it, you just got to be consistent. And, you know, that's exactly what you did. That song with K-Radio, that's probably one of my favorite songs by you. And then... It, um, which one? It was... Oh, yeah, is it Sirens? Sirens, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome that you brought that up. Yeah. But, but how do you pick and choose when you have people, yeah. like friends that you say who are near and dear to you, and then you have artists like The Weeknd, who you've also worked with? How do you prioritize? It's tough because, um, like all of us, you know, I need money. Like all of us, we want to feel good about what we're doing. Because I signed a publishing deal and there's like pressure to like recoup the advance that I got. And if I'm in LA, it's just a quicker process to recouping that. So when I'm in Minnesota, I'm feeling a little like, I guess not guilty, but just a little bit of pressure to like, oh, I should be in LA doing work right now. But what's most important to me right now and like what I've been putting my energy towards is, I don't know if y'all heard this artist, Dua Saleh. We just put out an EP together. It's all produced by me, except for the first song but, yeah i um, did see that on your page they did a colors performance it got a lot of good attention and, and SZA saw it and loved it and SZA and Dua have been texting and it's wow. really exciting because wow. Dua loves SZA it's like a huge inspiration for them well so you've also worked with Young Thug you've worked with Feature who do you see yourself working with next or who would you love to work with next and that's one of those things I thought about before, but like all my favorite artists are, um, I've either worked with them already or um, they're my friends. So, okay. Yeah, I guess I should I should mention um, this is artist Velvet Negroni. He's actually my roommate. His album's coming out August thirty first. We made the album last summer, and it's probably my most proud work. So we have a fourteen year old brother. And he's one of those really quiet kids. He expressed to me that, you know, he's really into music, beat making, obsessed with Metro Brooming, things like that. And so I told him that, you know, I wanted him to follow his dream. And I promised him that I would get him some type of tool. Well, first of all, do you know what software he's using to make music? Yeah, he. it was just the regular garage band that he used. You know, Dua Saleh, who I was talking about, makes entire songs on 
GarageBand on their cell phone. And I think they just spent a lot of time just messing around in it and eventually just like figured out the program. I started on a software called FL Studio. I had friends who had it too, you know what I mean? So we would kind of talk about it. And I was around the same age as him. I had friends I could learn from a little bit and like they didn't know everything either so we would kind of teach each other. Eventually I switched over to Ableton. To learn Ableton I had to watch YouTube tutorials and stuff. Overall like I think GarageBand is a bit limiting and that might be what's the blockage. It's like basic. Know. It's basic and like there's another software called Logic and Logic is made by Apple as well and it's just GarageBand, maximum GarageBand. I, I think GarageBand is just not really the best for someone starting out. But I could be wrong, because I know some people who make amazing shit in GarageBand, but they've mastered it, you know what I mean? It took a long time. Yeah, so like you say, Duo Soleil does it right off their phone. Yeah, and it's really impressive. But, um, yeah, I really think your brother should definitely not give up. I can send you resources, too, like for, like, drum packs drum kits and stuff you mentioned metro Boomin. i have his drum kit and i can send it to y'all and he might be able to make some really dope shit with that well mayor made a point about his self-esteem you know at 14 oh, okay. at 14 years old who isn't self-conscious right so what advice would you give him to help him build that courage and like step out of his head so that he could believe in himself and just like jump into it yeah that's tough for me because i still don't even have much of a self-esteem you know i'm always i always kind of think like i don't know yeah i, I definitely i know i understand what you're saying more often than not i feel like i'm like not a good producer or a good artist you know even though like i know that's just like every human is kind of has that with whatever their skills are like just the voice in the back of your head telling you that you ain't shit you know what i mean yeah but like I would say um, I have, like, had enough confidence to jump into these sessions, you know what I mean? But that's because I've, like, practiced my skills for so long that I know I can do at least something, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like, skills over the way you present yourself. So, like, it's like you're more confident in your skills than anything. Right. Like, I know what I have to offer with my art. Yeah. But when you're in the room with like an A-list artist, you don't feel that you have to so much as like flex, like you execute the job. Like it's, you're not there to show off. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I am like still trying to think like how I could like articulate or how you could articulate to your brother through what I have to say about just like having the confidence. I feel like he just shouldn't give up. I feel like if he's really into it, which I believe that he is, he just shouldn't stop and he would just find a way. But yeah, I think that like small tips and tools, like try this. I think that that's one step closer, you know, for him. One thing for me, I would definitely say has been huge and like almost like just my philosophy is that just experimenting, doing things that you don't know are going to work out, trying something to this day. It's like I will do something like, I don't know, like reverse an entire song and then like speed it up times like 20 or something. And like I'm not like expecting it to sound cool or good or anything, but like by one time out 
out of 20 it does sound like perfect and amazing so like i would say really just taking like weird experimental leaps is like it, so much of the best shit i've ever made was made on accident yeah it, it sounds like the first episode of this podcast i feel like that whole thing was made on accident <laughs> yeah I, I think creatively i think that's like that can be huge for so many mm-hmm. people just like who, uh, if someone's not inspired just like do some do something you would just have do never something thought to do yeah yeah Dude, yeah i mean it's not it's so much easier said than done too because i i get so like discouraged so easily still you know i start making a beat and i don't like the way it sounds and then like my day is ruined not ruined it's just like my my creativity is ruined for the day but yeah bruce springsteen made uh born in the usa and it's only i think that album is only like eight songs or something and he was like those were the only songs i made that year he's like i didn't feel inspired to make any anything else so tyler the creator came out with a new album have you listened to that i haven't yet me neither (laughs) i don't listen i don't listen to tyler the creator to be honest yeah i'm a little i was really into him when he when our future blew up i just grew out of it when he first came out um i didn't really hop on the tyler way not that i wanted to be like different or anything i just didn't want to like hop on the wave just because everyone else was. I like to just listen to things for myself and if it sounds good then great. I'm not into Tyler the Creator because of the whole satanic stuff but I I did hear one song and it was good and I'm like well you can't knock good music so I'll give it a try. I mean is he still on that satanic stuff though? I don't even know. I don't think he is. I think that was just him being a, a rebellious I kind of saw that in the age too. Yeah, it was just like this whole like trying to offend people thing, which is like, I've far grown out of that, and I think so has Tyler. So, I mean, I don't know. I I listened to his last album, um, Scumfuck Flower Boy, which was really good, but like I didn't really come back to it much. Oh, wait, hold on. It's what is? It's called Scumfuck Flower Boy. Yeah. I'm sure Scumfuck Flower Boy is a good song, but it's just like, wow, like, what a title. Like, yeah, that, the, oh, the shock, album. or that's the name of the album? Yeah, like, the, yeah. the shock value, the shock value stuff, like, that's what kind of turns me away. And, like Miriam said, when everybody's on something, like, Jesse Boykins, everybody was just, like, on him. Tori Kelly, how everyone was just, like, a fan of hers, it kind of draws me away from them until I have, like, an actual moment. Same with FKA Twigs. FKA Twigs, I had to have, like, an actual moment where, like, her song just, like, hit me. Otherwise, I'm not, like, I don't just, like, listen to music just because everybody's on it. Like, I'm the same. I'm hesitant when it comes to, like, oh, yeah, this this artist is huge right now. Everyone's into it. But when I heard Twigs for the first time, I was like, I've never heard anything like this. Like, this is incredible. And I wanted to talk about Tyler again, like, his last album, Scumfuck Flower Boy, like, I, I, I hear what you're saying, that sounds like a very, like, shocking title, but, um, honestly, he hasn't talked about, like, he hasn't done much for shock value in, in, like, three albums, and Scumfuck Flower okay. Boy is also the album that he came out as queer on, if you didn't Okay, know. okay, so it's like, it's, there's some intimacy to it. Yeah, it's really, uh, yeah, I guess I'm just saying, like, 
I think he's grown a lot. Personally, I'm a little, like, over that whole wave. I was so into, like, just how, like, punk and, like, I don't know, it felt, like, very, like, anti-capitalist when Odd Future came out. So Odd Future, like, the internet is a part of that, and so is Steve Lacey. They're all, like, in the same group, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, Steve Lacey, um, I guess I don't know the full history of Steve Lacey, but I know he's affiliated with, like, the internet and uh, Sid the Kid. So is that where you get your inspiration from? I feel like Jay Dilla is definitely at the top. And then do you take from that Odd Future group, Sid the Kid, Steve Lacey, Tyler the Creator? Um, yeah, I would, say, I would say, like, when Odd Future blew up, yeah, I, I definitely took influence from it. But um, I honestly don't listen to, like, the internet or Steve Lacey. I love the internet. Yeah, they're, like, really fucking good. It's just, like, I don't know. It, it, I listen to that, and I'm like, I would rather just be listening to Stevie Wonder right now. Like, they're so influenced by that, just those chord, like, those oh. really wild chord progressions and stuff. Mm. So when I hear it, I just, like... I, I, it's the same way I feel about, like, Daniel Caesar. I'm like, why would I listen to this when I can just yeah. listen to D'Angelo? Yeah, it's like their sound is good, but, I mean, everyone gets their sound from something. But, it, you know, it's kind of like, why would I listen to this when I can just listen to, like, the real raw stuff? Yeah, I'm not a fan of Daniel Caesar. I'm so over Cal- Khaled. Like, Daniel Caesar and Khaled, those are two artists that I'm like, when I hear them, I just, like, flip it. I don't listen to neither Daniel Caesar or Khalid, but I do think that they're really, really talented. I think Khalid is really talented. His voice is... Yeah, every time I, I, whenever good, he does but... come up, I'm like, wow, he's awesome. I heard a dope song by him the other day, and I was like, oh shit, this is really dope, but his singles I felt the same are like some way. of the most when... like, boring things I've ever heard. Yeah, no I mean, sense. I think it was Jay that just played him, and I was just like, "Oh wow, he sounds really good." It really like, um, yeah, I don't have a artist yeah. word to describe it. But I, f- I find it, myself it being really great. I find myself heard... being put on by the younger kids too. Our uncle's stepdaughter put me on to Steve Lacey, and yeah, like it kind of dates mm. me because I'm like, am I like not in touch with today's music? I feel like, and I, I feel like I'm a really big Lacey. fan. I feel like he just came out with an album too. I'm also, or I was a really big fan of, it's black, it's six black pronounced black, right? It's just yeah. pronounced, okay, yeah, so pronounced I, yeah. yeah, so like, I, I was a big fan of his too, but I'm starting to, like, I'm starting to draw away because his sound is just becoming the same to me. Yeah, I think that with artists like black, they're great, creative, they're talented, and then eventually if they really want to make money, then, you know, they're going to have to flip it and kind of just pretty much kind of conform to, you know, the um, entertainment industry standards, things like that. And so it sucks for us as the fans, but I guess for them, you can't really knock their grind or their hustle. I mean, they got to make their money too. It's also not easy to just like grow your style, you know what I mean, when you're so used to like what you're, you've been doing. Well, I think what's funny with Black is that he was like all about being original, saying no to managers who were trying to change him, and I lose respect a little bit. So who um, are your who are your top? Who do you think you're you're like most inspired by, Simon? And who your um, what and who your music is most influenced by? Because I don't think they're the same. You you know Blue. I, I remember putting you on the Blue. Right? Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah, he's still my favorite artist ever. 
favorite rapper at least and then um i don't know i grew up on a lot of rock music my parents were always listening to Jimi hendrix when i was growing up mm-hmm. and then um i don't know my mom's from detroit so i listened to a lot of motown and stuff when i was growing up and um prince obviously i'm from minneapolis so it's inevitable and then like i was really into like punk and noise rock and shit um there's this bands called like lightning bolt and hella I love Death Grips, and then musically, you know, it all kind of, it, it just all kind of like um, everything I listed kind of, and I, I was in the, a super into the White Stripes, and I think, you know, even that has a huge influence on my music, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So everything I listed, like, I would put in the same category as, like, my favorite artists, and, like, because, like, I'm super into guitar and, like, distortion and, like, just, like, loud noises and stuff. I think that when it comes to like rock music and and punk, I really appreciate when we were younger and Sarah, you were going through like the emo phase because <laughs> yeah. I still have a lot of those songs like on my playlist, like the My Chemical Romance, it was yeah. a, a Blink-182. It just sucks that I'm not willing to, I don't want to say I'm not willing, but it just sucks that I'm like too lazy to see like what, because I just know like if I have those songs from back, I know that there's probably some good stuff out and like, well, you know, I only... Yeah know those songs because you were like doing the emo thing so <laughs> yeah i was i went through that too i got really into blink 182 at a really young age and then eventually i got into like the more emo stuff that stuff still like it just stands the test of time like i don't know you just can't do- deny like a, a great song regardless of who made it you know what i mean yeah like that album that my chemical romance album i know every song on that album word <laughs> for word and the first blink 22 album that i got was their self-titled album and i just have to say this like oh, does anybody does anybody realize that tory lanes took the blink 22 album and like he like, are, is he gonna like give them recognition about it or what? Like, I don't understand how you could just take what do you someone's. Mean he took it. He took the the Blink One Eighty Two from that self titled album, the smiley face with the X's on the eyes, and he uses that on his albums. Oh really? Yeah. Maybe they got paid for it. He used um... it on on Memories Don't Die. Which is a really good album too. I absolutely love Tory Lanez. I've never really listened to him, but um, I've never just like delved into it. I know he has a lot of music, and it's like intimidating, you know. Just Are you looking it up it. right now? Yeah, it's a little different though, isn't it? Mm. I don't I think it's close that, enough. Like, I hope that that like the music, like the My Chemical, like whenever I hear those songs come on my playlist, I'm like, wow, like. I just hope that I'm not missing out on, like, I know that was, like, music of that time, like, you know, that's just the music, but I just hope that I'm not missing out on, like, really great music since then, because I'm like, oh, this sounds really good, but you haven't, like, you don't, this, I'm pretty sure there are new art, newer artists, or I don't think, yeah, I don't, I don't think that album is, that music is timeless, like, Stevie Wonder is timeless. I mean, I don't, I don't know, I didn't get into the whole My Chemical Romance album, but I think Helena is a timeless song. When you mention, like, with, like, when Sarah asks who, you know, who's, like, your influence and things like that, and when we're talking about these music, like, when Sarah says that she likes Tory Lanez, but I personally never really listened to Tory Lanez, I really, really feel like, you know, the location does have a lot to do with the influence just because mm. I'm the only one that pretty much stayed in South Florida and you know you guys kind of dispersed like different places 
Yeah. So your music styles are kind of, I feel like me a lot lately, if, if you open up my latest playlist, it has a lot of trap music on there. It has a lot of artists mm-hmm. that are like Southern. It has a lot of, a lot of like young stuff, a lot of, mm-hmm. there's one artist from down there. I don't know if you ever heard of him. He's called, his name is Y&W Melly. Since some like little rap. I just noticed yeah, that that's my music. And it's just like, up? I'm, yeah, he's like locked up for like some type of murder like he killed his yeah. two friends like his music to me like he's an artist i'm just like oh wow his music is amazing and like i know like even when i post it in like our group chat i know that my sisters they don't care but i still post it because i'm just like man like i know that i don't know maybe it's because i'm just down here or because i'm just used to this or being around it so like this is like pure art to me and like they don't really care because they're in different places and they're just not they don't live down here when we were in Florida for Christmas and you put on Ball Greasy, like I totally forgot about Ball Greasy and like being uh and all and all that Florida music because yeah. I've just been yeah, like I listen to one oh five point one and whatever comes on my discover weekly on Spotify. And so it is refreshing to hear what like the local sounds are because then I got back yeah. into that. And I and I I tell people this too. I tell people like, man, when me and my sisters moved to Florida, like when we first moved here, we were like literally like amazed with like the that whole, local like, sound. Ah, yeah, like we were like we were like, whoa, like this fire. Like when that stuff came out, it was like we were like on it. So it's like obviously like we know art. So that's how like even mm-hmm. when I post, I'm just like, man, they're just not down. Like they don't they, they don't get to like experience this. Yeah. But it's like when I listen to it, I'm like, yeah, like this is fire like i know that like i trust like yeah i mean we all trust our music instincts like uh, we all know like what mm-hmm. we like or whatever but i'm just no, like what yeah it, like this what is it awesome. is what it is is that florida i feel like florida and california have the best local sound and you hear bits and pieces of it and like drake's music he puts like that strip club sound into his music and that's really yeah, just drake like loves miami He's like, yeah, that's that's really just that local Miami sound. What's the local sound in Connecticut? Or like, like there's New York rap, but I'm re- I don't really feel local like New York rap. So uh, yeah, I feel like southern like southern. Fifty Cent lives in Connecticut. Yeah, he sure does. <laughs> When's the last time he put music? I out? think it's like Fifty Cent, like Cardi B. I think it's like the stuff that like make it like the just like pure mainstream. I think that right like exactly. Exactly. Because I don't, there's not a single Cardi B song on my playlist, but I think she's, I think she makes good music. Like, her music is like, it's kind of hard not to bop your head to it. Like, it's catchy. Her music is good. It's catchy. I yeah. love right. her. You love Cardi B? I love that song, Be Careful, so much. I yeah, did like but... that song for like two seconds until it it's got It's so over. real. <laughs> yeah, it is real. I did like that. That was the first, that was the very first song that I liked by Cardi B. And then, it just I I hate any song once it gets overplayed. I don't care how good it Definitely. sounds. If it gets overplayed, I hate it. I'm just like I'm over this. Yeah, I like her personality too. That's that's part of it. She's just like really funny. And, yeah, I, don't know. I like is. I like that she could that she um commends the real like like I feel like Lil Kim and Trina like they deserve so much recognition and I I have no respect for Nicki Minaj yeah. for not giving them recognition. Mm, yeah it sucks i i feel bad it sucks to say that i have no respect for her i just feel like she kind of dug herself into a hole like i'm pretty sure that when she was starting out that if someone told her that it was that you know hey you might want to do this 
that she would have made smarter decisions. I just think that she she kind of just got into her head. I mean, she's never won a Grammy, and I'm so I don't care how bitchy she is. I still find that kind of crazy that she's never won a yeah, Grammy. Yeah, she's before. an amazing artist. Mm. I mean, I think they both are, Nikki and Cardi. I do. I think that it does suck though that she didn't give recognition or she just didn't you know she she kind of just dug herself into a hole and i'm pretty sure that looking back she would probably make better decisions and do that Mm -hmm. i think so dj khaled he comes off very like oh like you know the key success motivation all that stuff Mm -hmm. humble he dropped humble yeah and then he drops his album tyler said he tweeted he said something like oh dj khaled no he didn't tweet it he liked a tweet that said like dj khaled makes music for people who like wear all designer but it still doesn't look cute like he has all these features of everyone on this album nipsey you name it and like not one single song on the album was good even i can attest to that but tyler's album was good so tyler's album was number one and then dj khaled was kind of throwing shade like oh i have real music then all of a sudden his album jumps to number one the next week and so I thought that was kind of yeah. So I thought that was kind of not so humble. Everyone's like, oh, he paid for that, or blah blah blah. I feel like he probably did pay for it, but it was just like interesting to see like how like upset he was that his album yeah, was number one. Yeah, that's that's really lame. He probably like yeah, he probably saw like the whatever the tweet that Tyler liked and got super petty and paid for some shit. I who knows really, but like he won't go down on his wife so fuck him oh what haven't you heard that no probably he he had an interview where like he said like (laughs) he won't perform oral sex on his wife because he's the king and she's the queen and that is not his job oh man i can't believe he said that but i'm not surprised at all i mean yeah have you seen it Maybe he physically can't, but I don't know. It's, this it's is body. Point. This is turning into like a body shaming thing. What his point was that he's the king and she's the queen, and that's like I don't know. I just okay, that's his logic. Okay, that's which is which is not good logic or yeah. fair logic at all. Not fair, yeah. So what do you have coming up? Yeah, um, Velvet Negroni. He's maybe my favorite artist ever, and he's my um, he's my roommate. Oh, I did some work on a song on the Banks album, this artist Banks. Oh my god, oh. shut up. I love Banks. Oh, you do? I love Banks. <laughs> yeah. I love her. It's dope because it's a song that um, Miguel wrote so I, cool. uh, that I got to work on. So wow. that's really cool. Uh, Dua Saleh's uh, next project. Um, we're still working on it, and then um, I'm probably gonna have like a solo project coming out soon. And um, I've done some work with uh, Denzel Curry and his producers lately. Something will probably come out of that. Mm-hmm. There's been a, a lot of a lot of like random um, new up and coming artists that my uh, publishing company has linked me with that just may come out one day and then I, you never know when another because I am not informed beforehand at all when a young thug or a future song that I worked on is coming out <laughs> so at any moment something mm-hmm. could drop that I produced <laughs> mm-hmm. any and shows 
just in Minneapolis for now that I know of. Just one next month, I think. I'm kind of chilling on doing live sets just because it takes up a lot of time and I, I have a lot of work to do in the studio, you know what I mean? Yeah. Dizzy uh-huh. Faye album, too. Sorry, I forgot to mention. Her album is coming out very soon. I produced that with two other producers, this producer Alec Ness and this producer Sir Dylan. Sir Dylan is Raphael Sadiq's nephew. I met him in the weekend sessions and uh, he produced a lot of uh, the Solange album, the Seat at the Table one. And so yeah, me, him, and this dude Alec Ness all produce the next Dizzy Faye project coming out pretty soon. I don't know when exactly, but within a couple months or something. Uh, so where can we find you on social media? My Twitter is just at Simon, spelled P-S-Y-M-U-N. And then um, my Instagram, P-S-Y-M-U-N underscore one underscore one X one should probably get that a little simplified simplified and then uh mm, spotify you can just search spotify apple music all the streaming services you can just search p-s-y-m-u-n but you have merch don't you yeah you can um go oh yeah Bandcamp is where you could buy some merch you can even buy some merch on spotify but um my Bandcamp is just simon.bandcamp.com so p-s-y-u-m.bandcamp.com also, you can go to Simon.com as well to stay updated. Okay, cool. Well, that concludes this episode. Thank you all for for listening. Make sure you follow Simon on social media. Make sure you follow his musical journey. And if, if you're ever in Minneapolis, make sure you check out one of his local shows if he's playing. Um, yeah. Hi, how can I help you today? As a McDonald's employee, you say those words quite often. But how about when you need help, like consulting a doctor? Hi, how can I help you today? When you work for a McDonald's restaurant, we take care of you like family. With free virtual doctor's visits, including getting prescriptions and refills for you and everyone in your family. Apply today at careers.mcdonalds.com and find out more. The benefits described herein are only available at participating restaurants.